The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support free speech and support the content by signing up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. We set a goal of reaching a thousand patrons by December 31st, 2021. The clock is ticking. Time is running out. Please help us reach the goal. This will help us create more content like new music from me, Chingo Bling, every month, like a new single every month in 2022. More videos, more sketches, studio upgrades, more pan dulce, more cafecito, and of course, more podcasts. Thank you guys. And of course, sign up for the newsletter right now at chingobling.com. Take action. Stay ahead of the censors. We can always get deep platform. We can always get shadow banned. But if we can at least have your email, you can know where we're at, where we had to move to. Don't forget, join the Discord. That is the popping ass chat room we all have access to when you become a member of the TIA. That's the Tamal Intelligence Agency by joining the Patreon right now. Go give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It will help us out tremendously. And without further ado, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of RPT, RPT, Red Pill Tamales, the show that continues to give, man. It's like, the, it's like a tamal within a tamal. Word of mouth, bro. We are on season number nine, episode 116. It is Wednesday, 22 December, year of our Lord, 2021. Admiral. Admiral. Damn, uh, what do I say? Admiral uh, Lute- Robert. Lieutenant. Lieutenant Chingo. Hey, man, look here, bro. I was at the shooting range all day yesterday, brother. I heard, man. You know what I'm talking about? Is that I, where you got that cool jacket? No. No, no, no. Uh, Black Rifle sent us this. Uh, Black Rifle, if you want to sponsor the tour next year or the podcast, please holler back. I was going to put as a prop in the background, you know, um, what you call that, man? The papers where you shoot up. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, the targets? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to put it up in the background just to let these motherfuckers know. What type of aim we working at at RPT? What kind of aim we working with? What type of aim we... Man, I'm talking about clusters, bro. I'm talking about headshots. I'm talking about you might get grazed. You might shoot your earlobe off. You better not be wearing earrings. We're you, in the middle of the podcast, no lie, in the middle of her lounge. And he's like, this boy over here thinking he's John Wick. You know? Hey, look here, man. See, see, here's the thing my wife don't understand, Rob. <laughs> when you're a sheepdog like Tim Kennedy, Jocko Willink, myself, you know, people of that caliber... You know, where we might we might still be doing combat sports on the side and we might be hunting down terrorists on the other side. So I might be podcasting one day, but I might be you don't know what I'm doing, bro. I might be learning how to tie knots. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm manly, bro. Did you get that uh, battery uh, starter that I sent you? It's in the mail. It, It gets delivered today. Dude, that little thing's sweet. It gets delivered today. If y'all so you, don't have uh-huh. one of these, tell, I'm just going to tell us, if you don't have a portable starter for your car, especially during when it starts getting cold, you think those batteries are, oh, I just got it a year ago or two years ago, it's good, you know, whatever, and you get that click, 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 doesn't start, you can get one of those bulky ones where you put it back in your car and you put the cables on, turn it on, it jumps it, or they have a USB size, like a U, like an external hard drive size one that has the same connectors, it's also a charger, it's a flashlight, it's a mm. compass, it's all kinds of things, you can get them super inexpensive for like under 100 bucks, some of them, and you got to have them. You got to have them. So when you get the click, 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 remember RPT. Remember what Rob told you. That's right. Um, they should be a sponsor of the show. 
so I have a list on my phone. We're gonna start reaching out to some folks. Great. Uh, but yeah, man, it was fun. I went with my brother-in-law. Um, we made a day of it. Grabbed lunch and stuff, and I, I even made some purchases. Oh, I, psh, Rob, I'm gonna show you what I got. Orale. You know what I'm talking about? A little Mossberg. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Got my baby the baby Glock. Merry Christmas, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Damn. The Glock, Glock 43X. Came back from California super excited to get back to Texas life. Shout out to California, man. I uh, went and did a, a private event. Shout out to uh, Inland Engineering Services, IES. I had a good time. Me and Darren Carter performed for them. Oh, nice. <clears throat> it wasn't the ideal conditions for stand-up, you know, because you're in a big conference room at a Disney resort, and there's a big dance floor, and people eating, and they need the lights to be, you know, spotlight, you know what I'm saying? But still, we had them laughing. We had them going, and I uh, made a lot of friends, made a lot of friends. Um, nice. It's really cool because the owner, he looks like he's like my age, you know what I'm saying, drives a Ferrari. Got big, big clients like Verizon, AT&T, Spectrum, and the whole team, they look happy to be. It was like one big happy family. It had like, not even all the employees showed up because it was like, you know, Omicron, all this type of shit. But you had 300 people. You had like the construction side, the engineering side, and they did like their door prizes. And me and Darren like hung out. We were hanging out. Um, Shout out to the, uh, you know, when you're on Disney property, they got Disney police. They got the little Mickey Mouse badge. They'll take you to jail, have you doing burpees with Goofy. Because somebody allegedly has snuck in a bottle of tequila to this Christmas uh, shindig. And they know everything. The Disney people know everything. And, uh, you know, we had to bail out a couple people from, from Disney jail. Was this supposed to be a dry party? No, they had bartenders. You had to cop it from Disney. Oh. Disney's like, bitch, we got a bar right here, ho. We got to get ours. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, when you're, when you're staying at California Disney... It's like you. It's like you under the watch of the CCP, bro. Mm. Like they watching you every. Sir, we need that mask over your nose. Mm. But the gym at that uh, Grand California Disney Grand California Hotel, bro. They had a couple Peloton bikes. Man, I mentioned that like a year ago, and about, about, to my son, she's like, I can't work out at home. Like I thought she would like one because she loves <laughs> spin. Because my brother-in-law has one, my oldest brother has one, uh, my best friend has one. They love, fucking love that bike. Everybody has yeah. one. And then you got to pay the membership monthly, right? Correct. I think you get, like, when you buy it, you get maybe 12 months free or six months free or something like that. Mm. I think, like, some kind of trial. And then it's, depending on how many classes you want to take, it's, you know, it could be, like, Spotify, $10 a month to however mm. much. And you do it live with the instructors, like, wherever Well, it was out. great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was live. It seemed like, I, don't, I couldn't tell if it was live or not. Mm-hmm. But the instructor was great. She had a lot of energy. She was crunk. She was. She's like, y'all know I like my '90s playlist, and she's, she's like grooving on the bike. And I did a 20 minute beginner, which yeah. still kicks your ass. I mean, that little 20 minutes beginner had me sweating. But you know, hey, before we move on to today's <clears throat> subjects, let's remind everybody uh, about the HBO special or the uh, what do you, are you calling it a special? What is nah, it? it's a festival. Not a special. It's a it, set. That's a good question. It's uh, it's the High Comedy Festival second annual. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, yo. Just, I was listening to my. Go away, huh? No, it does not. And I finished my my steroid packs they gave me, and I finished my antibiotics. It doesn't and, help um, that you were flying. I don't know. I I don't know what the fuck. Maybe I need to go see what I'm allergic to. That's true. I might be allergic to uh, being handy around the house. <laughs> <clears throat> no more because I heard our last episode, and I'm like, oh my god, chingos. You sound you sound like you're battling through it though. The people appreciate that you're battling through the uh, the snuff the sniffles. What are you drinking there? It's disgusting. Oh, this is tea. Yeah, this is tea. But um, HBO Max, go stream it. Search Chingo Bling. Uh, right now, I'm shadow banned again. 
but uh, just be a force multiplier and let everybody know about what we got going on. They recognized me at the um, at the gun store. Word. Mm-hmm. The a homeboy was like, because we got to chit chatting. Me and the young guy that was uh, showing me, you know, the goods, giving me some, you know, like point, you know, get the oh, uh, you okay, something for your wife. Okay, this kind of holster. Uh, da 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 da, and um. We got to talking about some stuff. I think Kyle Rittenhouse. I said, man, what's up with them ARs? I said, I need that Kyle Rittenhouse 15. <laughs> and we got to talking. He's like, dude, he's like, people didn't even know he shot a pedophile. He's like, people didn't even know these, these were some little thugs that really weren't down with BLM. They were just troublemakers. They weren't peacefully protesting. He was like, if it wasn't for Kyle, that whole town probably would have burned down. He knew all the details. And I was like, hey. It sounds like you would like my podcast. He's like, yeah, I listen. I know who you are. And, yeah. he, and he said, my mom got me into it. Wow. And I was like, wow, what a professional salesperson that kept it professional. This whole time, you ain't even be like, what's up, Chingo? And then somebody else was at the counter waiting on some on some info. And he's like, Chingo Bling? I was like, what's up, homie? We out here being sheepdog. You know what I'm talking about? I got jujitsu tonight, big dog. What'd it do? And then the Nutcracker. No, I'm not going to the Nutcracker. Huh? I'm, wa- I'm watching the kids. Oh. I'm watching uh, Jimena. And uh, uh, Soul is gonna take uh, Penny to the. Uh, no oh, how funny! Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's tonight. So right after jujitsu, I gotta take my ass home and be a babysitter. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So uh, we only have nine days left before the New Year's, brother. That's it. So we need a big rally of listeners. Show your support. Spread the word. And if you're really, 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 really down, if you're really concerned, if you're really starting to peep game, like, are we gonna have a Great Depression? Do I need to buy gold? Uh, is ammunition and, and firearms, is that is that an asset or a liability? You know what I'm saying? Like, w- should we homeschool our kids? D- should we get out of cities? All these kind of conversations, man. Join the Discord. Join the conversation. Get access to everything we have to offer. And you will become a member of the Tamal Intelligence Agency. The TIA. The last intelligence agency with some damn integrity, if you ask me. <clears throat> So, join the tia. Hit up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Ahí está. Sas por de atrás. So, brother, um, Lena Hidalgo, she popped up on my Twitter feed. I don't know why. <sighs> and um, she's like, oh, no, we have our first death of the Omicron. Omarion is here. And someone died. And, and of course, she threw in. And he was unvaccinated, bored, and replies are like, lady, you better tell us other stuff about this person's health since you want to mention whether they were vaxxed or not. You know she was excited to post that. And they were not vaccinated. Now's the perfect time to get your booster. Here's what I'm concerned about. As we've seen, whatever type of lockdowns are happening in Europe, it's like, what, six weeks away from being implemented in blue cities and blue states. So they already, I think Boris Johnson, who technically, I guess he's on the right because he's a Tory. Sure. Um, this little cuck ass boy, he talking about we got to shut down pubs. We got to shut down. They already locking down again over Omarion. And guess what? Uh, Houston, there you go. Read that right there. Yeah, Harris County raises threat level from yellow to orange due to explosive growth of uh, Omarion variant. <laughs> <laughs> Off subject, on subject? Yeah. <clears throat> You, you follow Slim Thug on yeah. Instagram? Okay. Uh, first of all, Slim's got to be one of my top, he, he's up there, and one of my top favorite rappers. Yeah, he's, he's probably, I mean, if we're talking Houston or all, all time. Man, I, 
I mean, it's so hard with these lists. You know, I don't want to get bogged down on like, well, there's so many. There's so many. You know, you got yeah. Jadakiss, you got DMX, you got, you know, you can go on and on. What about Slick Rick, Andre 3000? You know, can't forget about Bun, you know, all these people. But anyway, I, I'm digressing. Um, he posted, he does this thing where he goes, Thug of News, and he just like starts filming whatever he stumbles across. So he was going to the store, and he's in his big-ass dually, one of his big King Ranch trucks, right? And he gets caught up in traffic in downtown during the, the Toyota Center, the Trump thing. Oh, right. And he had to sit down with Bill O'Reilly. We had to talk about that. Because yeah. Trump's pissing me off. Trump is... Trump, come on, man. You shooting yourself in the foot, big dog. We're going to have to have... St- we, now we got to start rallying behind another populist. Like, you know, I don't know if DeSantis is... is probably going to be DeSantis. Is he... Uh, he going to have to be the, our, our America first uh, uh, candidate. Because Trump... I don't know what's going on with you, bro. Anyway... Trump had a thing at Toyota Center. <clears throat> Slim Thug got caught up in the traffic. He started filming. He's like, Thugger News. Man, I'm down here, man. I didn't even know they had a, they got a whole Trump rally down here. Look at all these people. And he, and he tried to keep it neutral. He's like, I don't give a damn. You know, forget Biden and Trump, man. They both full of S, you know, if you, if you, whatever. And, of course, I had to chime in. I was like, I said two different comments. Both of them got great responses. <laughs> the first one was like, uh... I was like, it's uh, gonna be great. The first one was like uh, Trump after Trump rally after party at Onyx, you know, some strip club they be going to. That one got some likes and whatever. Then I backdoor with Thugger News. I said uh, Thugger is conservative and doesn't know it yet. I said he likes guns, God, family, big trucks, getting money. <laughs> I mean, bro, you you're a Texan. He's like a real estate developer. He's like an investor. He's like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're driving big ass trucks. You're driving a King Ranch of all trucks? Come on, man. He loves guns. He got like a gazillion guns. So he's not on the, he's more on the side of Second Amendment, come and take it. I need my gas fueled vehicles and, and my freedom versus, uh, you know, electric vehicles and take away the guns. He's and a pretty pronouns. guy, too, right? Yeah. Super extremely God first kind of thing. Extremely. He's, you know, he's, he goes to Joe Lowstein or something like that. But, um, but anyway, boy, them comments were lit. Um, a, a jujitsu professor over at a Midtown uh, MMA. MMA was like, Chingo, you get free membership for a month <laughs> for the best comment. Do you know who it was? I forget his name. You should, you should have screenshot it or go, uh, go back and find it and just... Yeah, I forget his name. Hold him uh, to it and be like, hey, man. I'm well, a- I did say bet. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going to jump between Revolution and Midtown. That's a good school, too. A lot of people, a lot of good uh, people train there. That's funny though. Um, were the response? Were, did, I mean, there had to have been mixed responses. Yeah, it was right? mixed. Yeah, mixed. Of course, of course. Did then did, did then the comment section start going after each other? Another good comment was it said something like, uh, "What we have here is a libertarian in the making." Talking about Slim, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. So back so, to this Lena thing, right? Uh, and then I want to get back to you talking about what's coming from Europe to the blue cities and blue states. All right. So you know, it's not a very long article. Uh, we might even get to the comments here in a second, but. Um, there was something I wanted to highlight here. It was like, unfortunately, the Omarion variant has arrived in Harris County in full force, said Judge Hidalgo. These trends are... <laughs> under- full force. <laughs> They're understandably frustrating, especially as we, cl- uh, as we close out the year uh, with friends and family, but we can still <clears throat> blunt the force of the latest wave and take action. We're on day 700 of 15 days slow to stop the spread. I was keeping track of that, and I think you're actually right. Uh, I, I stopped counting Almost, around 500. Yeah. I it's think like we're, we're at like 650 or something. Yeah. Um, but look at the comments. Let's see if you can see them from your angle. I have a, uh, I have a bigger monitor I'm bringing. I'm bringing a big-ass monitor next Someone week. Someone said, cry wolf, inflate numbers, call all who die, run victims, collect federal money, spread, spread out to friends, kickback. 
Was this person one of the two million who crossed the border illegally? Biden sure ain't worried about them being vaccinated. Wake up, people. Lena, this is for you. Uh, let me see. Lena got busted rigging the bid. Sorry, y'all. The, the monitor is a weird angle. Rigging the bid. So make up some Rona news to get those to get that federal money. So nonetheless, this, these are all like that. So Channel Two News here in Houston. The comment section's kind of lit. They know what's up. Yeah, man. This, basically, brother, my my concern is that they may be potentially priming us to usher in round two it's like the globalist the elitist the the um overreach the government overreach the mm-hmm. power grab um you know the opportunists who want to use every little variant to their to their um benefit mike hope you guys are enjoying the episode real quick reminder if you haven't yet Hit us up, patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales. If you want all the bonus content, all the premium content, get behind the paywall, access all of the goodies we have, all of the shows, the full episodes, get access to everything. Just go to patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you could join the TIA, the Tamale Intelligence Agency. All right, back to the show. Concern is this could potentially be like, all right, y'all, we gearing up for round two. It's like we're in a fight. We're in the octagon. Here's the way I see it, too. I think you're right, but it's not going to come from the federal level. It's going to come from the state level and, and the city level because based off the numbers of uh, Joe Breezy and, and the gang, they can't possibly justify putting out another federal, like, all lockdown kind of thing. Like, the num- they're already barely hanging on by, literally by a string. Uh-huh. And doing that would just, it's already, they have such a sinking ship going into 2022. It's that, like they might as well, though. It's like, no, they're not even trying to make it look like they want to save face and be like, all right, let's do what the people want us to do. That's but, why I wouldn't put it past them. But you're right, you're though. You're probably right. More likely it will be local. More likely they're just going to leave it up to these people where they'll be like, you know what, let the states handle it. Let the, let the blue states implement it. Yeah, let the gubernatorial races that are going to take place unfold if they choose to do lockdowns or whatever. But they're going to obviously back the states and cities that choose to do so. But I don't think you're going to see a sweeping, all right, everybody's got to lock down, like the old man said last year. Even though they did say, the White House said, uh, you know, for Christmas this winter is going to be filled with death and, and whatever... Terrible messaging from the White House. They tweeted that out. Oh, no. They, it's on their website. It is on their website. It's everywhere. Yeah. And, of course, people got triggered. they like, hold on, old man. I thought you were going to be Mr. Stability, Mr. No More Chaos, Mr. No More Division, and you just come out the gate. Uh, it's going to be death for you and your family. It's going to be a dark winter and illness. And I'm like, I'm starting to think, like, what the fuck? Motherfucker sound like a threat. Yeah, right. What was that quote exactly? It was... Uh, That's why people like Jocko Willink, me, Tim Kennedy. Dr. Peter McCullough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Winner's coming. Un- <laughs> this is the meme that I posted. That's why people like Joe Rogan, me, Tim <laughs> Kennedy, Jocko Willink. This is a quote. From, for unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. This was the best meme I ever saw. Yes, uh, I know you're not familiar with Game of Thrones, but the uh, the Night King got really good Photoshop. Whoever did no, this, no, that is really good. <laughs> Winter is coming, you unvaxxed peasants. I mean, what type of messaging? Mm. Honestly, bro, you ever read? So- look, look, put it back up. Put it okay. back up, real quick, for the sake of this. And and I might be reaching. You ever read something that that is written or comes from another country, like an instruction manual, like you're putting together, like 
a, a crib that's made in China and you, and you read it and it's like, do not start conversations without attending baby something, something. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a foreigner wrote this. Read that right. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. It sounds like a fortune cookie. <laughs> and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. This shit sound like the CCP just just logged into the whitehouse.gov said, hey, we're going to update some shit. Sounds like a fortune cookie. Though. It literally, for the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals. You may soon, you may soon, you may soon. That's o- a problem. Overwhelmed. That's the line of the month. It sounds like a fortune cookie. It literally sounds like a fortune cookie. Bro, it right. sounds like someone said, Mr. Biden, this is what you will say. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. How did he say that? Mr. Biden, you will say this. Like as they juice him up with some fucking caffeine. I don't uh, know what they juice him up with. Everything. With like Weekend at Bernie's and shit. Then he got to come out and read that big ass uh, uh, teleprompter. And then he reads everything on there in the message. Oh, man. I, uh, I made a video where at the end of it, it was that scene from, Ron Bur- from, from Anchorman where he's like, I'm Ron Burgundy? He's like, damn it, who put the question mark on the teleprompter? I forgot what video that was, but that triggered a lot of people in the com- in our comment section. Why, who, why did it get triggered? I don't remember. I think it was a... Uh, like liberals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of people that like... Liberals jumped on our page? Well, yeah. Th- I mean, there's a lot of feuds in these comment sections. I can't remember what it was, though. They're but probably it really bots. Stood- yeah, you're probably right. They're pro- Half of these are probably bots. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, Megan Thee Stallion did have a rap. I saw the full video after. Yeah. Yeah, goofy. Yeah, I saw the full... The, the it, whole video is goofy. It like. was a pretty long video. Um, you want to go ahead and play this? And we'll just skip down to this because it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. We're oh, my about, God. We're talking about the White House, you know? Let's, uh, let's start this bitch from the beginning. Where's the volume? Damn it. Damn it, Instagram. I hate your videos. Instagram. Joe Manchin. No. I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it, Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt, but I don't think the vice president can hear you. It's Simone. I'm so sorry, Charlie. We have to wrap. She can hear me. Come on, I was like, what the fuck do I do? Oh, I'm sorry. You got a rap? Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, so who's, the real, you. so who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really, Come on, I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking Boy. whether or not he's president. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Bi- and, it's Bi- and it's Joe Biden, and I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. I, who's the super- Ugh. Ugh. I, I want to watch the entire episode. I, I was skimmed through it. It's worth watching because there were all layups up to that point. You can move the whole thing towards Yeah, you. yeah, no, go ahead. It was, a, it was a layup the entire time. He was being very, you know, for Charlemagne, he was being cordial, mm. super softball questions to him. And anytime he did say something that was kind of like a right-ish a point or whatever talking point she would say that don't start sounding like a rebuttal. that was the only thing she had to rebuttal she said over and over again she, she said that a few times yeah from when i skimmed through it, she said it at least three times well here's the thing um i i didn't see i don't have all the context i'm glad you posted the version where where you hear I, I, this amount we have to rap yeah like yeah. all that part because the version mighty soul saw didn't have that part. Ah. I think Marissa sent it to her or something, but it was like that part was cut and it comes in. Right when she's getting on him or whatever. Hey, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're missing the gold. But anyway, the question 
was still a very pro-Democrat question. It was like, it was, it was saying, this is my interpretation. He was saying like, who's really in charge? Who really has more power? Does Joe Manchin have more power? Because he's that like, um, almost like a tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. He's a Democrat who says, uh, this bill back better. I need to know how much it's ultimately going to cost the American people. Like, what's the actual score? And this was recorded score? just before that, act, yesterday. So the reason it's not on the list for today, I didn't go through and see how, you know, Joe Manchin kind of set it on fire, basically, and just ruined the entire Build Back Better plan. And people are saying, essentially, Biden's presidency altogether. Like, he's got nothing together. He's got nothing passed. And thank God Manchin did that. So I didn't go through the whole thing. I haven't read it or, any, or watched any videos really on it. I just know that this was pre-recorded to that happening on Monday morning. Yeah, yeah, yesterday morning. So <laughs> she, he was kind of right. He's like, who's got more power at this point? Yeah, so, so my point is this. He wasn't talking like a Republican at all. I think she missing, I don't know, I'm not a mind reader, right? But for her to say that and get that defensive, it's almost as if she took it as, you're questioning the legitimacy of this administration. Meaning, don't say stuff like, is Biden the real president? Because a Republican would say it in terms of, is Biden the real president or is Trump? the real president that's talking like a republican he was talking like a democrat saying hey why does man why can't y'all work around mansion why can't y'all get y'all stuff through uh, work around senator um cinema uh cinema and mansion are the two that they're that democrats hate because they're like they're traitors and mm. they they really republicans uh with uh in sheep's clothing type thing so i i my me reading between the lines is almost like she doesn't it's almost like they know their legitimate their legitimacy is in question they know this is an illegitimate regime i don't know if it was a post-millennial or who wrote it but i've seen a couple of places where they say that if anytime somebody questions kamala or this whole administration or whatever what they especially kamala what they come back with is that it's all racism it's all sexism if you disapprove of her because you, you're yeah yeah you can't undermine what she's saying what she does her decision making or her interviews even like this has gotten a lot of shit all over the internet, but if you see things written in defense of it, it's because those people that are shitting on it are racist or sexist or whatever. Uh, although the reality is, Kanye tried to warn, warn y'all. He said, Kamala don't know, don't know her black daddy like that. And you see the memes where it's like, she used the HBCU card. She used the uh, black female card. She used all the cards. She, she even was the one that said, oh, I love Kwanzaa. I grew up doing Kwanzaa. And it's like, no, you grew up Indian. In Canada. And all of a sudden, you miss Kwan's over here. And then, and then, and let's not forget how, t <laughs> let's not forget how Tulsi Gabbard exposed her on this debate stage where she's like, first of all, you withheld evidence of people that were on death row because you wanted that uh, slave labor for them to go make uh, manufacture stuff for all these companies in California. Like, you're a shitty prosecutor. What was she, DA or prosecutor? She was a district attorney. Okay, basically saying like, you're corrupt, you know, you fucked over the people, like, you were mislocked them up and hide evidence and throw away the key. I want to ask a question uh, here now for the Discord, and we can continue the question later on uh, in there, is what have you, let me ask you, Chinga, and, and the listeners, what have you learned in the last year, do you think, about this whole shit show of, of a political landscape? Because we're paying more attention to it, we see a lot of things unfolding every single day, there's something going on. That's Tons. COVID aside. COVID aside, <clears throat> you still got shit going on that's like, 
what's really happening right behind the scenes or on TV or whatever, or on these uh, media shows like Charlemagne's, like, what has it made you think about what's going on? Because I'll just say real quick over the next, what do we got another three years, right? This is only the first year. Yeah. We have another mm-hmm. three years of this. It's almost like, what can really, what can these people really do to win back the people? If anything, what can they do to put the trajectory? Like, what was it? I think it's 60% of the people, more than half don't think the country's headed in the right direction. What could they possibly do to bring it back into the right direction, right? And just stuff like that. Just like, what have you kind of gathered? Stop being Marxist. That's a great start. Uh, so I just want to ask that to the Discord and maybe see, maybe you're new into politics or maybe you've been following for, you know, before Trump and, or during Trump or whatever. And like, what can we expect in your opinion over the next three years and how serious, I guess, are y'all taking it as far as it like, they can still, which I guess they could make things worse. But ideally, you'd want them to make things better. Like, what can happen in your opinion? Like, where's the direction of the country? Are you huh. in the 60% that thinks it's not going in the right direction? Where is it going? Where should it be going? Well, of course, worst case scenarios are like Great Depression. I mean, I mean, shit, not to get conspiratorial, but like... No, let's do it. The technology to manipulate weather is there. Like, they make it rain in, uh, in Dubai. Yeah. That's desert. But the technology is there. My dad used to tell me that shit way back in the day growing up. He's like... You know, because, um, you know, our family and shit in Mexico, like, it's common for motherfuckers to be into farming and shit. Like, cuantas hectáreas, you know, el sorgo and la cosecha and all this type of shit. Like, like my grandfather on, on my mom's side, <clears throat> you know, when I see a uh, little Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty, yeah. out there trying to grow some shit and have his little property and, and I'm going to have a pond and, it, like... I don't know if, if, you know, when you visit family in Mexico, that's common. Like, yeah. you've been had a corrupt government, and you've been had to, like, be self-reliant. But those are my concerns. My concerns are, like, <clears throat> get out of the city. You know, I'm trying to convince my wife. Um, Yesterday, she seemed like she was super excited about getting out of the city. What was she saying? Where she want to go? Uh, she, she was showing me places out in my way already. Out in the land of sugar and closer to that, you know, southwest, more southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're working on that. So technically, that's like on the edge of city. Yeah. Like, it, you still going to have neighbors right up on you still. Like, it's it's not inner city. Definitely. So now you kind of like a uh, outskirt. She, she needs the intro way from yeah. city to like suburbia to like rural. It's because she did suburbia for so long. Right. And, uh, and commuting and all that. But um, But anyway, my immediate concerns are like, obviously, economy, inflation. You know, what's up with the dollar? What's up with crime? And then in the long term of things, it's kind of like, are they going to Cal- are they going to California our Texas? Like, you know, do not let Bethel win. Did you talk to other entertainers out there? Did you see any other comedians other than you guys? No, just I mean, Darren Carter. Um, but I met a lot of the people that worked at IES mm-hmm. and work at IES. And they're all very like, bro you know where do you recommend in texas my family wants to bounce from here and like and how the fuck did gavin newsom win they're like don't nobody support him mm. and they're saying stuff like i met people that are like no we're homeschooling our kids like we already started like we've mm. been homeschooling already because this shit's getting out of hand like they're up on game where they're just like the stuff in these curriculums um you know just the gas price and you know just toda la raza way it was like chingo de raza on the come up on, on this at this badass company and um, so many people are just like, yeah, bro, um, you know, they're making shit worse out here. You know, crime. That was the main complaint was like the homeless. You know, I saw I posted this thing, I think, to my story where I think it was the L.A. Sheriff Department was like, we've received complaints that a lot of our students are having to walk on like, 
you know, the underpass, right? Where normally the kids, if they had to like walk to school, they would be on the sidewalk. But the encampments have taken up all the way up to the curb. So these kids, now the sheriff has to go put a motorcycle, close a lane so that the kids can walk around the fucking homeless on the street. They're on an active motherfucking street. She look like Edgebrook, 45 in Edgebrook. Damn. They're walking on the street, bro. Like, how much more obvious of they have more rights than you? They more worried about the homeless druggies. You know, I know mental health is a thing. Addiction is a, is a terrible disease. Um, but goddamn. Yeah. Y'all, y'all had got the kid, y'all putting the kids last. So my concerns are just like, like you were saying, local politicians. Lena Hidalgo, she over here talking about, oh, we're in orange now. Get ready. We're going to make it red. Ooh. All the comments are like, oh, the fucking boogeyman. <laughs> the boogeyman. It's like, ooh, we're going to get the sniffles, you know? And and we could, we could do a deeper dive because there's so much happening in the news. But like in terms of what the science, the actual science, not, not what Francis Collins and, and Tony Fauci talking about in their emails back and forth. Like, we got to shut this shit down. Like the actual science, like... Hey, the way this stuff spreads is you have to be in close contact, closed room, no filtration for a decent amount of time. A couple hours. Yeah. So when you locking down, when you obviously you have to quarantine someone who's sick. Right. But like, you know, air travel, the CEOs of like Southwest and all these airlines already said, hey, our filtration filtration system makes it to where we have not been a vector of spread. Our customers do not have to wear masks on the plane. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the powers that be, the optics, the fact that there's been this um, not only collusion and, and corruption between like the CCP paying off, paying off either journalists, scientists, institutions, Harvard, like chemists. I mean, they just they got these cool names of uh, these. Uh, what was it that one time? It was like the U.S. China collaboration or then the the 1000 talents program like these little programs they set up to where basically the chinese government is able to buy off motherfuckers like you professor of nanotechnology nanoscience at harvard will receive ten thousand dollars a month plus one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year for living expenses just to be our friend just so that when in case something like this happens you're not going to say lockdowns don't work so did you listen to... Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Basically, that elite merger of just... It's corruption. Did you listen to Ted Cruz grilling the uh, United CEO? Mm-mm. Shit, I didn't pull it up, but I, I saw it late last night. Because... Well, did you see the, the little clip from our What Did He Said page about the United uh, CEO talking about his employees and the uh, jab mandate? Mm-mm. Okay, give me a second. So there's that. And then there was that study that uh, I, I was hearing that gets cited a lot about schools uh, around the United States, schools and masks. So kids two and up are supposed to be wearing a mask at all times. Wow. And then uh, in schools, you, you know, kids, I guess, would be five and up or whatever, should have masks on all the time. Apparently, and I have to look this up myself, that study that was cited about a, uh, a school, I think, in Arizona, where they had a, 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 pool, a study pool of like a thousand students in these schools or whatever, and then so on and so forth. They, they talk about the percentages of uh Cases, case increasing and so on and so forth. Apparently, it's all bunk. Apparently, it's not true. Apparently, they cited times where people weren't, kids weren't even in school. And anyway, I got to find it and read it. But they cherry pick the data, and, and there's always conflicting data. And they've been using this for over a year to make these mandates stick, and it's complete bullshit. Yeah, there's, there's always conflicting data, and they always go with the data that, that's going to show like, 
lockdown, mask up, booster, jab. Uh, by the way, there are going to be very few people that get through the medical um, and religious exemption. There's some pretty strict rules uh, about that. So I would encourage any pilot that's decided they all of a sudden, uh, or any employee that's all of a sudden decided, I'm really religious um, and I'm going to say I'm going to get, you know, you're putting your job on the line. You better be very careful about that. Uh, Dude, what a fucking cook. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if it's on. I'll try to find it real quick, see if it's on Cruz's page. If you guys, I mean, whether you're a fan of Ted Cruz or not, I know a lot of people don't like him. doesn't matter. I'm just trying to point yeah. out points of uh, conversation that you could go out and find and maybe share. And Here, Here's what you should not do, and this is for a Republican or a Democrat. Don't, um, don't dismiss somebody's, over, like, every little thing they say over... Well, the motherfucker went to Cancun when y'all was freezing. Yeah. People were freezing and dying. This motherfucker went to Cancun. Therefore, you're not going to listen to nothing he has to say. Yeah, and that goes for the whole... I mean, Chingo started this podcast out by saying something that might ruffle some feathers. That the people that are true, hardcore, you know, live or die, breathe Trump. Man, Trump got to do... You know, got to change some shit up, right? He's saying yeah, some shit. Trump bullshit. And he's up there like... Like we, we talked about it on the past episode where... He's putting himself in this precarious situation where he wants to boast about this accomplishment. They said I couldn't get a jab done right. in record time. This is historic. We saved many lives. Yeah, there's a clip from the Bill O'Reilly thing here in Houston where he talked about getting his booster and they started to want to boo him. And it's like... He's like, don't, don't, yeah. you over uh, there. Z- z- there's a little group uh, over there. Yeah, little group over there. Don't start. Don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. <laughs> hey, we should we should do this real quick. Um, I don't know if you want to do split screen. Yeah, uh, let me <clears throat> I know you're pulling something up. No, right? go ahead. Um, to everybody watching, we should we should. What was the survey question? Do you believe that America's on the right track economically? Yes. Let us know in the comments. How was the survey done? Let, let's do a little survey right here for the clip. We can make a clip out of it. Like, okay. You're talking about the sixty percent of people that in the country, um, like not don't don't necessarily give the results of the uh, poll, mm-hmm. but just we're conducting our own poll. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, do All you right. think America is on the right track, especially for our Discord listeners? Right, so let us know if the poll was being run right now on RPT on Red Pill Tamales, and you're part of the TIA, or if you're not. Do you believe that the country's headed in the right direction? Tell us on the Discord, tell us on Instagram, and on in the YouTube, comments. in the comment section, and then we'll make the results the next clip. So tell us right now, let us know in the comment section, type it out. Do you think the country's headed in the right direction? And if it's not, where do you think it should be going? And what do you think they should be doing to put it on track? So that over X amount of people, which is a huge amount of people who don't think that it's going in the right direction, can start feeling a little bit more comfortable about the country that they live in. Yeah, so if, if you think it's headed in the right direction please explain to me how yeah uh, the amount of chaos because biden was supposed to be build back better no more chaos more unity but this man will hop on tv and say uh it's gonna be death and illness for all the unvaxxed for you and all your families and and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm that's your fortune cookie hey when you read <laughs> when you read that for the first time what'd you think it literally sounded like somebody from another country wrote it and, and i and i was just like whoa mr unity so if you pay attention to the amount of crime, chaos, smash and grab, inflation, uh, there's people, there's Americans still stuck in Afghanistan. We left German shepherds over there, y'all. We left everything over there. Um, the, the border's wide open. I mean, there's so many debacles, and it just seems like 
they not really like Texas had to build their own border wall. It kind of sounds like a, what if our White House, <laughs> what if our White House Twitter account was a part of one of the troll farms where it just kind of gets like random shit tweeted out of it? Because it sounds like it, 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 it doesn't sound like somebody sat down and thought that out. It sounds like it was just kind of like no, it got forwarded to him and then they tweeted it. Nobody raised their hand was like, "Ooh, can we reword that? Like, uh, death and illness is in your future that you might soon overwhelm. That's your fortune cookie. Mm. Like, <laughs> death and illness." Death and illness soon come. Thank you, Madam Chair. Welcome to each of the witnesses. What is this, bro? Uh, Cruz and the CEO okay. of United. It's kind of long, so I just want to see if I can skim through this. And Thank you, Madam Chair. Make Two it airlines up. based in Texas. Mr. Kelly's air, airline and Mr. Parker's airline, I think, have been exemplary, particularly concerning vaccine mandates. Both of you have made public commitments that you will not be firing your employees because of failure to comply with the vaccine mandate. I thank you for that. Mr. Bastian has likewise made that commitment at Delta. You, okay, guys, you got to go listen to it. It's 12 minutes long, and I re remember the uh, audio and the video is not synced up well at all, but you have to listen to it because the only thing that the CEO, um, I forgot his name, Mr. Kirby, I think is his name, was saying is that we're doing this for the safety, for the safety and the well-being of our, but they're the only airlines, I believe, out of all of them, and two of them are based here in, in Texas that are not forcing their employees. And when he asked him, how many people have you, uh, how many pilots have you fired? He said, uh, you know, I don't have the exact, it's a roundabout. It's, it's pretty, you know, I, it's, I think you know, basically. He's like, well, like a six, I think. And then how many uh, flight attendants? He goes, I ah, like like 20 maybe. And they ask him another question. He goes, well, here I have the information from the whatever organization, I guess, that all those people work for, maybe a union. And it's like hundreds of flight attendants. It's dozens of pilots. It's a, it's a whole bunch more. I think a total of like 2,000 people have been, have suffered uh, job loss, uh, uh, insurance loss, um, benefits loss. They can't tap into their savings through the company, all kinds of shit. All because this gene therapy has become the only way. This is like, it's all in lockstep. Like all, all these doctors, all these physicians, all these um, CEOs, everybody named mom, these politicians, everybody is just... Uh, this mRNA gene therapy, mRNA gene therapy that Trump ushered in, that Trump got done in record time. Historic. Historic. And, and that's all of a sudden, that's the only. Meanwhile, you got Johnson & Johnson. They're like, ugh, might not want to recommend that one because oh, of blood, yeah. blood clots. They're legit. I think the CDC and uh, who else, uh, FDA maybe have put out statements, right? So, some kind of assume, not assuming, but uh, alleging or insinuating that they shouldn't take it. Is that, am, I tri am I tripping? Is that right? Did they already kind of um, make a release about that, that you shouldn't take the yeah, it's probably one? It's probably one big pharma hating on another big pharma. I don't know. But it's one of those things where it's like, Omicron can give you the sniffles, or you could uh, roll the dice with motherfucking blood clots. So we listened to with the- With bumbo clots. Bumbo clots. <laughs> we were driving uh, out of town, and on the way to Austin, uh, Don hadn't listened to the episode yet, so I played it, and I kind of I opened a note section just to start jotting things down that I wanted to revisit again. Which episode? The Peter McCullough one. Mm. So let me, let me. Uh, these are random bullet points that I thought were noteworthy. I'm going to mention them to you and tell me if anything sticks out that you might remember that I might have forgotten. All right. Uh, hydroxychloroquine was said to only be used for inpatient use. That was really fascinating because he was mentioning and I didn't catch it the first time, I caught it the second time, that early on they were saying, I guess hospitals or the CDC or whoever, that you were only allowed to use hydroxychloroquine for inpatient, people going into the hospital. But it wasn't allowed for outpatient, I believe. So after you have left or discharged or whatever, that wasn't allowed to be used. That's really interesting. And 
after that, I remember he was talking about other treatments and how there's no treatment. And still to this day, we never fucking hear about anything. It's either, and Dana White made a really good point when he was talking to TMZ Sports. He was like, they told me when I got sick, go home. And if it gets worse, come and see us. That's their protocol. That's that's their protocol. He's like, so you're telling me, you're telling Dana White, the president of the UFC, the baddest fucking sport in the world, the only one that kept going. There's no therapies. When all the things shut down, the only thing that kept going, he fucking got an island and kept the show rolling. That he has to get sicker, possibly on his deathbed before he gets any kind of treatment? Yes. It, it's it's basically this Fauci protocol is what you just described and arguably may have led to the amount of deaths and just the destruction. It's almost like it's almost as if they studied this thing ahead of time before it accidentally leaked <clears throat> and just knew things about it to where they knew what to suppress and what to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like they knew, like, hey, you know what we should not do is send people home until they get really, really sick and then hook them up to a ventilator. Right. And then never, ever promote vitamin D and exercise and BMI and all this tough shit. There was a, a tweet that I, and I guess I, I refreshed my screen, but there's a cardiologist. I, I think this is what it was. There's a really famous cardiologist who I believe is a, uh, a, a female, a black female, who tweeted out something, a clip from the JRE with Peter McCullough. Twitter suspended her account, which wow. had half a million followers, I believe. She's a cardiologist. If I'm and, not a, mistaken. and a black female. And a black female. So that already gives you more moral authority. Exactly, right. When it comes to the uh, oppression Olympics. And, 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 and was she uh, uh, trans, gay, or bi? <laughs> Did she have pronouns in her bio? I don't it, know. If she was a gay black female and Twitter suspended her, oh, that's the end of Twitter. Bruh. It should go up in flames, but I was trying to find it again because she had to create another account to say, hey, my shit got deleted or That's suspended, right, wild. with no notification, and then later she sent, uh, she's posted a screenshot of her email where it's Twitter decided that uh, misinformation like this isn't allowed on their platform, and there was really no... That's well, it. Welcome to China, y'all. Welcome it, to the United States of China. Dude, it's really weird, okay? <laughs> Listen, uh, we don't try to be uh, extremely conspiratorial on the show. You can go to a lot of shows that will give you just the news, all right? And I love some of these shows. Rising on the Hill still, you know, uh, with whoever's doing the show now, I don't even know their names, or you have Breaking Points, the guys that used to, the guy and girl that used to do uh, the Hill, uh, Jimmy Dore. There's a bunch of places that'll give you straight news, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But there's some shit that isn't talked about on these shows, even though they're independent, that should raise a couple of fucking eyebrows, man. You know, it doesn't, it, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but the fact that it doesn't get thrown around in other circles so that everybody can maybe put their input on this, kind of like the, the Jack Pozovic clip that you played before we started the podcast, why is that not being talked about? There's just so much. I mean, there's so much, bro. Like, why, why did the Kyle Rittenhouse trial last longer than the Ghislaine Maxwell trial? Um, you know what I mean? Like, like for example, it's, what you're talking about, it's no secret that big tech is biased. It's no secret that Zuckerberg spent hundreds of millions of dollars tampering with the elections and these uh, vote boxes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like half a billion, I think. <clears throat> yeah, damn near. I think it was like $327 million or some shit. Um, you know, Bill Gates always doing something sketchy. I mean, but anyway, back to big tech. Um, shit, Twitter got a new CEO. Now, now for example, <laughs> there's always so much. Speaking of big tech and Twitter and their new CEO. So... James O'Keefe uh, interviewed the, the woman who said, yeah, man, Jake Tapper's producer sent me some money. And now he's like, hey, since I gave you some help, why don't you send me some mother daughter pics and, and this and that? And it, and it oh, was like yeah. very, very, very disturbing, the audio. 
So when people tried to tweet this clip on Twitter, what did Twitter do? Like you might, Rob might be like, oh, I retweeted James O'Keefe. Or like, no, I, I retweeted. Oh, no, I saw it. And I, I, I retweeted Jack Posobiec or whoever else posted it, right? They deleted it off of your shit too. The embedded video even. So they're clamping down. Like, why are y'all sticking up for this pedophile? Yeah. Why y'all covering for the, and why the fuck Jack Tapper ain't spoke out and said, um, I'm not allowed to talk about an ongoing investigation, but I turned it, I'm, it turned my stomach. I, I'm, I'm willing to participate, uh, help with the feds, mm. this investigation, this will never happen. Um, like he should be on the stand somewhere saying, is this the voice of your producer? Yeah. Right. Um, so why would, why would Twitter be so hell bent on blocking uh, James O'Keefe, who, by the way, they got in a whole bunch of hot water because allegedly, you know, Joseph Raheem Breezy, in this alleged diary of the daughter, she said it was some like, well, how, how do I say this, man? Spicy as fuck. There's like no way I to mean, say it. Like, if you have molest- molestation. Uh, if you haven't read it at this point, you should go find it and read it for yourself and make your own. You you read the diary? Yeah, I read I read it like ex- excerpts from it that were posted, and, and it talked about molestation on there. I didn't see that. I was like, I got to the or shower, like the inappropriate shower, yeah, the inappropriate stuff, and I was like, okay, this is weird. And and we don't know if the diary is real. We don't know, but like, well, the fact the FBI was trying to break down doors to get it kind of tells you. I mean, the fact that the Department of Justice has been weaponized against journalism and and i think james o'keefe wasn't even he shelved the story he wasn't even gonna do nothing with it like i think like maybe it was a honeypot thing and maybe they felt like it wasn't real or something and um the feds kicked down his door the feds just been kicking down doors like it's some old ladies now that are on the no fly list <laughs> what? yeah some little old ladies because there was a documentary that came out called it was about the january 6th thing um Damn, Michael Berry interviewed the director on his show. I can't even remember the damn name of it because there's always like 50 stories a day. But basically, these housewives and shit are getting a... They, yeah, bro. Like the January 6th people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I haven't heard of any housewives though. That's why it's just Oh, funny. no. It's been like old ladies. And, and this is another thing because we could do a whole episode on the notes on just... J6. Uh, just January 6th. All right. So there's an area out there, because you know about Ray Epps, mm-hmm. the leader of the Oath Keepers, who- Why is one, this guy still walking around? Why, why is he not of interest? Not invited. Why, has, why have his cell phones not been subpoenaed? So there's an area out there um, around the Capitol where it was like an open area. It was like a park. There was no barriers, right? Well, I guess the morning of this rally- there were some temporary uh, barriers put up where it was like, okay, well, to, as of today, y'all not going to be allowed to be right here. So why is it that Ray Epps and all these other little informants flew in from all over the country? You took a cross-country flight. People came from Arizona. People came from Ohio. They came from all over the place. Flew in and just hung out, congregated in this little, where the barricade area, an uh, area that's normally open. So you didn't, so you, all of a sudden, you supposedly this big Trumper, but you're not over there trying to see Trump speak. You're not over, like you're just in this little area. Didn't they cut down the fencing? They removed the barriers, right? So now let's just let's just say some grannies happen to walk into the trap 
the area where the barriers were temporarily put up and then taken down by Ray Epps and his boys, Revolver.News, Darren Beatty, he got the scoop. So Revolver's killing it. So if if you were to stumble across this tree and this grassy area where the barriers were temporarily put up, boom, indictments. There's a list of people who got indictments just for moseying into that area. Um, I don't know how I digress into this shit, but... But it has to do with... Well, I was talking about news that's not getting covered, and you brought that there it up. Is. And that's that's definitely a big one, too. And it's like, that sounds conspiratorial. If you just, like, if people are hearing this for the first time, that sounds straight-up conspiratorial. You're telling me that people from around the country that are supposed to be a part of these groups, that are pro-Trump, and I think one of the leaders, if not current, but at one point of the uh, Proud Boys, maybe, yeah, is a the known main one. informant, right? The main dude. The and there's been, dude. And there's been a couple of them within those organizations that are known informants. And, exactly. Exactly. And and the Proud Boys have been labeled as the ones who um, initiated, I guess they accredited them with, with uh, saying they're the ones that initiated being in that area where they're not supposed to be, where these barriers were taken down. Like it, The whole thing is a big old psyop. And of course, January 6th, Jen Psaki already said that the Biden regime is going to go all out to commemorate and remember and never forget January 6th. So everybody get your calendars out. They're going to they're going to relive it. They're going to show CNN's going to be showing the footage, like the nice angles of uh, crazy white people breaking <laughs> windows and shit. You think that'll be a reenactment day, kind of like everything else, like the Civil War or yeah, I don't Battle know. of Texas? I don't know, dude, but... um. It's very sketchy, and when th- these these ideas that may sound conspiratorial, like you're telling me that in modern modern society, you're telling me there's re-education camps and things like that. How long ago was Vietnam? Not that long. I, I mean, I guess to a youngster like you, it might be like, oh my god, that was like before I was born or whatever. True. But you know, uh, you know Ryan, the little boy that plays with toys. Yeah. Okay. His mom is from but, Vietnam. Oh, she escaped Vietnam, right? Yes. Did Marisol tell you about this? Kinda. Okay. She's mentioned it before. Okay, so the, the mother's from Vietnam. She escaped Vietnam, just like my boy uh, Pee Wee. He was born in a um, fucking uh, refugee camp. Official Young Ho? Yeah. Oh, yeah? He was born in a refugee camp because, because it was the North versus the South in Vietnam. They were having a civil war before we got involved, right? Because the North was communist, and they were backed by either Russia or China, right? So they're having their civil war. America's over there trying to help. By the time we we bounced and cu- and cut and run and did the whole Biden like the hell, you're telling right. me people are gonna be hanging on the helicopters? Right. Yes, they were from the embassy. So guess what? When the sirens go off that announces the North, the commies, the the Viet Cong won, the people on the South, boom, you're on a blacklist. Now you're on a list. Now your family's on a list. Either you're going to prison. You're going to re-education camp or they're going to kill you. So that's why a lot of people, as soon as they heard that siren, they killed themselves. Or they hopped on a raft and got, had, had to get rescued by fishermen in the middle of the ocean by Indonesian fishermen. And now you taking your pregnant wife and shit in motherfucking refugee camp in Indonesia. So the lady, Ryan's mom, talked about how some of her family were put in re-education camps. This was not even that long ago. Now, if you fast forward, where do they have these January 6th people? Obviously, if you, if, you, if, you, uh, if you committed a crime, if you were part of a riot, if you destroyed property, if you did anything 
anything bad and inappropriate you should have due process mm -hmm. you know habeas corpus uh you know we need to okay charge these people okay uh, fulano de tal this motherfucker broke a window he we're charging him with xyz right or this person conspired with these people and they whatever whatever and and we subpoenaed these people's cell phones and they said they wanted to go kidnap nancy pelosi or whatever okay charge these people they need due process put them in a real jail instead it's like political theater i forget what they call it man and, and um show trials hmm. show trials okay. that's something that happens in other, it's happened in other countries it's almost like they're props right right they got them in there they have no rights they got them in this weird uh capital police jail which is going to be the new motherfucking i don't know i don't want to say certain words that's mm -hmm. going to trigger people mm -hmm. right some federal shit i'm picking up what you're putting down not to mention what they're trying to do also this administration they're trying to federalize our elections they're trying to make it to where it's not so much who's doing the voting it's who's counting the votes they are they telling you they telling you in your face and they're going to sell it to the lefties as this is how we solidify our elections we need to make it federal and we need to centralize it and we need and it's not the this states. is no longer the united states if that happens yeah and they're trying to do it it's not going to be electoral college it's not going to be y'all kick the votes up because what Pence should have did. That's why all these people gathered out there on January 6th. It was in, in uh, Dr. Peter Navarro's book, In Trump Time. He calls it the Green pe the green Way. Fuck. The Green Bay. Uh, uh, what is it? What do you call that shit? The Green Bay Shuffle. I okay. think that's what he called okay. it. Which is Steve Bannon concocted this, this legal plan, which is the states. This is very important. Everybody peep this. The plan was supposed to be this. The states are going to kick the votes up to uh, Pence. Pence was going to uh, approve, like kick it back down to the states because there was too many shenanigans. It was too many, you know, Rudy Giuliani had his list of, uh, you know, the, the, this don't add up anomalies in certain counties. And um, the vote watcher people, the, the people that are supposed to be observing. Mm -hmm. There were so many complaints. Like, they kicked us out. They lied about pipes being broken. They put plywood over the windows. They had us super far. They were talking about we're in a pandemic, so you can't really observe. So all that was supposed to be part of a 10-day audit. You had um, Ted Cruz and another guy. I don't know if it was Madison Hawthorne or somebody else. It was Ted Cruz and another guy who said, we would like to have a 10-day audit, public Y'all can have the TV, C-SPAN, whoever. It was going to be two hours per state in a hearing. So it was going to be a total of 12 hours of footage on TV that people were going to be able to hear. Wait, why didn't they let them observe? Wait, what happened? Wait, a van pulled up at three in the morning with the ballots and this person's testifying and this person signed a thing. And, and um, what do you call them? What do you call that shit? When you, for the law, you write your paper, not dissertation, not um affidavits and oh, stuff okay. like affidavits and stuff like that and it was supposed to be the greenway the greenway shuffle green bay i'm sorry because it's like a football term right. it's like a green bay thing where basically now there was going to be 12 hours of the public being able to hear some of these things mike pence doing the right thing kicking it back this is all legal and it was going to be like a hold like we're going to just audit some shit a little bit instead pence said uh, I approve, and then now, now they run in the Ray Epps play outside. Like if you look at the timestamps, Trump hadn't even started speaking yet, or he wasn't even done speaking yet when these assholes were already over there 
doing what they do. Yeah, it's like a mile and a half away too, wasn't it? It was super far. Yeah, just the shit don't add up. Uh, they were able to kick off the president off, uh, you know, take away one of his megaphones. They were able to kick him off of Twitter. They were able to do a psyop. Um, Pelosi didn't have extra uh, National Guard. The whole thing is a psyop. Like the J6 thing is is very concerning. And if you want to do a deep dive, just look into what uh, Darren Beatty at Revolver.News has has come up. And um, he did an interview on War Room the other day. And boy, he was just going in because he got new info now. Yeah, I was starting to hear something about some uh, another dude, like somebody with, in a mask or calling him like the mask man or something like that. Like Ray Epps whispered in a dude's ear right after that. The first uh, barricade comes down on the other side. And yeah. It, it, when, it, when all this shit comes to light, which it always Because it does. will. Yeah. When, when all this shit comes to light, I don't know if it's going to take 10 years, 20 years, five months, six months, whatever. And hopefully the, um, what's the word, like the 1984 where they, they change history, yeah. where they rewrite history with the PSYOP. Because with the amount of censorship we're seeing, with the amount of like, you know, you know freedoms getting taken away and stuff, it's almost as if they're going to be able to fool half the country as to like... Oh, absolutely. Oh, January. I mean, there's still people that I like near and dear to me that think i'm fucking crazy oh yeah they're just like january 6th (laughs) that was an insurrection that was a coup it's like no 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 a coup happened these people were just there trying to stop the coup that's in that same token when this clip inevitably also gets taken out of context somewhere on instagram or twitter maybe in a week maybe in a month maybe in a year people will still be believing the things you just said that are a psyop we're talking about as as a psyop if it doesn't make you just think right it doesn't make you question it that's part of the problem if you're just buying everything hook line and sinker from from the news from the, the same news, people that have been lying to you there's something come on man like we're not saying that what we're saying is 100 right but also if you're not questioning at all one that's un-american to not question authority and two you're not really being genuine to yourself and genuine to the situation and like let's really find out what's going on you absolutely just don't want to be wrong and you don't want to accept that you possibly could be and have been lied to yeah and 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 you got innocent people getting their doors kicked down so revolver.news brand new story go check it out um darren beatty shout out to darren beatty and he lays out i I gotta go read the newest one but he talks you know well he did the interview but go look at it and um You'll see the groundwork of like, oh, this Ray Epps guy is like literally where's Waldo of the fucking January 6th. Like all the shit that wasn't supposed to be happening. He's there. We, we got to go inside. We, we, we got to go in there. And all of a sudden he's not of interest. He's he's he he ain't got hit with not not a misdemeanor charge. Nothing. This if y'all really the feds and y'all really about investigating stuff like Ray Epps, leader of the Oath Keepers, was all over that bitch trying to stir up trouble. And all of a sudden, he ain't on y'all's wanted list. He his door ain't got kicked down. Like he's not of interest. Like y'all are not concerned with this person. I think the United States of Fear was the book that Dr. Peter McCullough was referencing, where he was talking about the mass hypnosis. That mm-hmm. part, that part of the podcast is one of the most interesting because we've kind of talked about that in the past too. Where there's just a percentage of people that, for whatever reason, can't be or haven't been or won't be influenced and and uh hypnotized by a lot of the misinformation or a lot of the uh psyops or a lot of the just shit you know fuckery that's going around and you have the other 80 percent that are super susceptible to it and maybe a percentage of those will absolutely be hypnotized by what's going on 
So it, may, it could be that we're just, in, and I'm not saying that just to like toot our own horns, but maybe we are in the circle of the people that are listening to these type of podcasts or in that in that percentage of people that just, you can't, no le puedes lavar el cerebro, right? Like they, you can't really just fuck with them. Like they see through it. Like they're like, wait a minute, we're going to question, you know what you're saying. We're going to go back and let's, let's revisit some of these things. Let's go through it with a fine tooth comb kind of thing. And meanwhile, their counterparts might be like, no, no, they said that. That's it. No more. Let's move everybody. Nothing to see here. You know who's, who's takes I like better than McCullough? Mm. Bobby Kennedy. Oh, did you listen to the podcast? Uh, I even heard him on War Room. Nice. Uh, I, I just feel like I mean, don't get me wrong. Peter McCullough gives a lot of scientific medical like, stuff. F- yeah, medical stuff and this and that. And then he threw out the whole mass formation thing, which Scott Adams. Uh, I haven't heard his like debunk, but I think Scott Adams was basically saying like, well, if, when the news is fake, you don't have to go that like no te tan lejos. You know what I'm saying? Like. It don't necessarily got to be a mass formation where first you got to do this and then this. And what we're seeing is this. It's almost like cool theory. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't heard Scott Adams, quote unquote, debunk because he's very skeptical about a lot of stuff. But the way Bobby Kennedy lays out everything like, oh, the bat lady. Like, why was it that this lab in, you know, first they went and found the virus where in, in the caves from the bats, right, where the miners got sick, but they couldn't spread it. So they would catch it from the bat, but they couldn't, it didn't, it wouldn't do human to human. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, this is where it gets very corrupt and very dark, where it's like, then they took the virus, the bat lady, I forget her name, took it back to the Wuhan, the level four PLA lab, military bioweapons lab, and funded by the U.S. and shit. And then they manipulated. They literally tell you we had humanized mice, Mm. mice with human like lungs. And they manipulated the spike protein to make it now transmissible from human to human. Like like the shit's man made. And I don't know why Francis Collins, who was on Lex Friedman's thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, because Rogan was giving Lex Friedman shit like, bro, you letting this motherfucker off the hook. Like he had the leader, the head. He had Fauci's boss. Lex Friedman had Fauci's boss on his podcast. I had to turn the shit off. What? I got to go back and finish it and muster through it. But it was just like, oh, oh, hey, hey. so uh, the questions were good. He just didn't pre- push back. It'd be like, hey, so many people believe that uh, da, 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 and it's really blah, 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 blah. And he'd be like, well, you know, uh, we haven't, you know, I can't tell you 100%. You know, we haven't seen data that it came from a lab. It's like, okay, moving on. Uh, da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, it's almost like he's giving you the lip service of like, this is scientific and it's very complicated. Uh, what did, what Charlemagne. Did, where did Rogan have input on that? On the show? I've- Several times. Like there's clips. And Lex Friedman had to address Rogan. Oh. Like I have been, you know, Rogan was, is a good friend of mine. He's been very vocal, uh, critique of my interviewing skills and my inability to ask tough questions and push back and stuff like that. But anyway, I digress. So long story short, here's what I'm trying to say. They promised Lex a fucking robot. And he just asking me the questions. Yeah. I don't know. He, he, I don't know. Uh, you know, he fellow jujitsu, uh, no I'm talking about it's the Bobby Kennedy, the way he, cause he's a trial lawyer. So the way he, I, I want to get his book. The real, uh, the, the real Anthony Fauci. So the way he lays out the groundwork of like, why did the Wuhan lab stop reporting and sharing their studies around, I forget what it was, 2016. And he's like, why was it that when Obama told Fauci, quit playing around with them bugs, one of them's going to leak. How did he circumvent that? How did Fauci 
wiggle his way around that like as if maybe he's on you know maybe he either you know what i'm saying they got dirt on him or they they paying him or like why was he so hell-bent and just talking about how you know in this book the real the real anthony fauci how like he's been a bureaucrat forever how he handled the aids epidemic and he saw the importance of um uh, new i don't want to say the word propaganda but um activists how activists he can kind of like use them as a to help get awareness so he can get more money and how many scientists are dependent on this money and uh, it's just fascinating i really like the way bobby kennedy lays it all out like a trial lawyer yeah yeah uh i want to get that book we're gonna have to i'm telling you in the new year we're probably gonna end up starting a book club just because we have to read some of these books or all the books that we reference because it's got a lot of good information and most people aren't going to hear about the books if they don't listen to so many spe- specific outlets and uh you know social commentators or whatever but uh mm-hmm. you got any final stories you want to go out on before we wrap up rpt before i gotta take a leak yeah that too <clears throat> um shit dude um let me see let me see what i got while i hold my my little bladder um yeah man i mentioned the jake tapper thing uh there's oh the great barrington declaration look into that also Santa Fe Police is a subpoena in Baldwin's cell phone. You want to just pause and I can pee? Oh, uh, yeah, go for it. And, and we're back. And we're back. Oh, man. Ugh, relief. That's a part. That's honestly, before we get back into it, that's one of the problems with doing live shows is we need, I need some official uh, gear so that I can transition into a pause menu without actually stopping a stream if we were on a live stream because Shingo's got to usually yeah. take a leak. You know, when I'm 42, bro. So yeah, uh, we need some more gear. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pilotamales. <laughs> Shout out to the Thea. So I want to talk. I'll go out on this story. The, okay. the Great Barrington Declaration. I believe it was like three epidemiologists of some sort from like very respectable. So the Great Barrington Declaration, uh, as in, this is what it says on, uh, it's, it's gbdeclaration.org. An infectious disease epidemiologist and public group, public health scientist as sorry we have grave concerns about the damaging physical and mental impacts of the prevailing COVID-19 policies and recommend an approach we can all focus on um focused called focus protection jesus the background was not very clear but anyway the wiki according to the wiki is uh fuck wiki (laughs) yeah you're right fuck wiki you're right but it's like the only thing i have to go off of is it uh let's see the focus protection of most risk seeks to avoid the minimize. I'm trying to look for people's names. Are there any people in particular you were trying to? Well, the, <clears throat> I guess the point is you have, well, I, I had the names that uh, Jack Posobiec mentioned it, but it's like three doctors of scientists of some sort, right? Who have some other data who basically say, hey, lockdown policy doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Oh, it was drafted at the American Institute of Economic Research in Great Barrington, Massachusetts, and signed uh, on October fourth of twenty twenty. Yeah. So it's a, it's an it's authored by and it says the names from Oxford University, from Stanford, and from Harvard. Boom. Now here's where it really gets juicy. New emails between Francis Collins and Fauci have come out, where Collins basically says, "Hey, fam," I'm paraphrasing. Hey, man, check this out, bro. You seen these fuck boys talking that shit? We need to shut this shit down. It says, he said, we need um, swift, immediate, uh, something published that will bring it, take this down. Basically, like a hit piece, something to take away. Um, I mean, he didn't use the words hit piece, but basically said like swift, decisive, 
uh, takedown, published, something or other. And this is an email between Francis Collins and Fauci. <laughs> so that's concerning because, again, they cherry pick their data and it never fucking fails that the data and quote unquote science that they want to go with, that they want to implement, always reflects some kind of totalitarian, authoritarian, CCP first, like fuck your freedoms, mask up, boost yourself into infinity. Like no matter what, it's never hey, what's the Rogan protocol? Are there some treatments out there? Maybe we shouldn't send people back home to just ride it out. And when it gets really bad, we put a tube down their fucking throat. Um, you know, it's never like, hey, can we consider the long-term effects? Like, for example, are kids a threat? Like, are, do kids need to be eaten outside on, on an upside-down bucket? You know, do kids need to be jabbed? Like, no, they always go with the Lena Hidalgo type of method where it's like, we must shut down. We must have fear. Everybody get your booster now. This show is going to have a lot next year in 2022. Mark my words. We're going to be talking about this in December 21st-ish of 2022 saying, man, what a crazy year. Because with her you know, race coming up next year and <laughs> oh the gubernatorial God. race in Texas, the whole thing with Beto and all that and... Um, the whole Texas landscape is going to have a lot of things to talk about, which we're obviously going to talk about, and people will hopefully share nonstop. Um, they're going to go back to a lot of these episodes that we've done over the last year now, and they're going to they're going to parse out a couple of clips, I'm sure, and take things out of context. So, wait, it, wait, 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 what you what you saying, bro? They're going to do hit pieces on us? Of course they are. Of course they are. Uh, why? Because of the uh, there's too much truth in this show. Because of the governor race. Because of all the shit that's going to happen in 20, all, all of the, all of the uh, midterm type shit and all of the local, whether it's the school board stuff or it's the, the county, you know, the judge shit or whatever it is. They're going to take these episodes and they're going to be like, they were talking about Revolver News and they were talking about this, that, and Francis Collins and the episode yeah, with... Uh, please do. Yeah. And uh, what was the other, the last thing that I wanted to mention real quick, uh, you sent it or we're talking about it. Um, the former Harvard chemistry chair is going to stand trial for allegedly... Uh, hiding ties money. from china yeah all that right there I'm, I'm telling you it'll be a fucking it'll be some somewhere in some article from some stupid publication talking about how it's all tinfoil hat conspiratorial shit yeah to try to discredit this but it's all true it is yeah, it's all true and and you're right though you know especially as things get spicy here for the local races and stuff and and the fact that this show is growing the ranking is going up you guys are leaving reviews ratings you're telling friends um you're sharing clips so, of course, when you have, uh, you know, Robert Francis Bethel running <laughs> yeah. versus like Colonel Allen West, you know, people like that. So I believe, yes, we have influence. I believe that there, there's information and we have a way of communicating certain things and at least at least putting things on people's radar where it's like, wait, so so that really wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Or wait, who, who is, who's, mm -hmm. who is this, uh, Ray Epps person or like, wait, so lockdowns, there's scientists who believe that lockdowns maybe aren't the best. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for what's, uh, what's to come. We have our, uh, Christmas Eve special coming up because on Friday when the Patreon episode drops, that'll be Christmas Eve. And then, uh, and then we'll have next week and we'll be in the new year and right back to it. Yeah, we might have to put some lights up around here for, for that episode. Yeah, and then we're going to have the J6 anniversary, which we'll need to do a deep dive. Maybe watch a couple of these docs you've mentioned from uh, either Tucker's to... Um, there's a couple of them that I've heard about that people oh, yeah, send yeah. me. Uh, the Patriot Purge is the one that Tucker and them... Mm -hmm. Dude, I still haven't watched all of those. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me just pull up Michael Berry's... Um, 
Oh, the person he interviewed? Yeah. Okay, one second. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales to join the TIA and uh, help the show grow even faster than it is at Red uh, at this point. Absolutely. Um, man, he, Michael Berry dropped so many. He dropped so many that I might not be able to find it. Was it recent? Yeah, it was recent, but it's it, because the way his show... Uh, All the segments here like it is. Podcasts. Here it is. Here it is. Michael Berry talks to director and actor Nick Searcy about his new movie, Capital Punishment, and how the protesters at the Capitol were treated. He also talks to, okay, yeah, it's called Capital Punishment. I believe it's capital, like T-O-L instead mm-hmm. of T-A-L. Okay. Capital Punishment by Nick Searcy. I have no idea where to rent or watch that movie, but... Uh, if anybody knows, well, I guess we'll Google it, I guess. So, <laughs> duck, 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 go, go it. Now, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up, man. But uh, thanks to you guys, and we'll see you on Christmas Eve. We're okay. about to record Chingo Chats. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll probably do some gun talk. Yeah. Don't talk about All right, y'all. Y'all be safe. Peace.